Hi, I'm Katie. And I'm Tillman. We're doing a deep dive into our favorite reality shows. And, and this, this is, is our, our Fresh Perspective. Hello, welcome back. Hello. I'm so excited. I'm so this excited. Is, this is probably our most anticipated episode ever. <laughs> I think so too, because our favorite family is back on TV for season four of Welcome to Plathville. Yeah. And this oh. is where our roots are. This was the first episode we ever did. This It's also to date our most listened to episode. Yeah, for Which sure. It's an honor because I'm, I'm happy to be the, the podcasters paving the way for discussions around the Plaths. I know. We're like the two leading members of this cause. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> we're the head of the like fandom. <laughs> I know. And I'm super happy with that. Yeah, no, it's a role that like I would... <laughs> No, no one more grateful could receive this role than you and I. <laughs> but anyway, season four has started. The first two episodes are out. We're going to dive into those. Mm-hmm. Buckle in, people, because this season, it's already a whirlwind. I know. I got a text from Katie <laughs> when she started. She said, I'm six minutes into this episode, and I already know I won't be able to handle this season. And I said, I have to watch it now. <laughs> in those six minutes, Lydia has a Cinderella moment. And then, and then it cuts to Kim dancing to rap music. And so if you thought for a second that like, oh no, does, you know, Micah move back home or something? No, this is not like anything anyone could have anticipated. I know I was watching it and there were just twists and turns that I wasn't ready for. Yeah. My sister who um, is perhaps maybe a bigger fan than either of us. Um, she because she catches the th- social media things. I never catch their social media things. She she thinks this is a more scripted season, and I don't know if I felt that yet. I don't know. There were some things. I don't know, and I guess we'll get into it. But the way that they were talking about everything seemed dramatized, like big time. Yes, I I agree. Like, uh, is Kim starting dance classes like the craziest thing? in the world. Right. I don't know if that has to be like make or break in a divorce, but I also do believe that, that she is, is uh, like having a midlife crisis. Yeah. We'll get into it. I do. I just want to touch on the beginning. Did you think it was so weird how the season opened with like Lydia singing and clothes up off the floor and dancing around like she was Cinderella I mean, yeah, I thought it was strange. I thought it was weird. I laughed. And I laughed Lydia singing almost always makes me laugh out of endearment. I know. It's like, ah. Um, I did think it was kind of funny, though. And I just wonder, do you think the crew has to, like, hold it back? And do you think the crew said, Lydia, we need you to go in your room, sing a little bit, clean up, just do some stuff. We need some B-roll. I want to think that. But I also feel like she and a lot of the other members of the family are really leaning into the show. And I can picture her like waiting there and hearing the footsteps and being like, Hey, we're going to set up in your room. And she's like, okay, I'm just cleaning. And all of a sudden she starts like singing and like, I I don't, to me, it felt like she was putting on a show and I don't know if the producers asked her to do that. (laughs) I like that a lot better, actually. Did you feel like it was set up? A little bit, but I feel like, a, I mean, reality TV show in general is just kind of, you know. I do love the idea of her, like, I don't know, hearing, like, waiting for them to show up that day and being like, oh, maybe maybe I'll just sing in my room a little bit and they'll, like, come up and film me. 
I mean, I kind of, I know she's trying to launch a singing career. It's advertising. It's marketing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't know if it was the best marketing, <laughs> but. I'd listen. And I will. <laughs> Wouldn't you will? She, she posts on her Instagram that it's coming soon, her new song. <laughs> so we'll be oh, tuning boy. in. I, but it was, they kind of did her dirty like that because they pretty much officially announced that she's the biggest loser in the family by giving her that scene back to back with Kim dancing with Amber and Mercy and. Um, one of them was so tall. <laughs> the last one is. Uh, yeah. I was like, whoa. They're growing up so fast, our little girls. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Did you believe that that music was really playing when Kim was dancing with them? No. Neither. I don't think it was. I don't think they put that over it, but. Excellent edit- editing to have like Barry in there, making it look like he's getting annoyed by the rap music, just like blasting through their house. <laughs> it really was up. quite uh, the opposite of what was going on in Lydia's room. Yeah, that's why I feel like they did her dirty a little bit. Because now yeah. she looks like the only OG Plath. It looks pretty much like everyone else has moved on from their weird lifestyle except for her. Which it kind of, they have. It seems like Kim and Barry are yeah. more open to... I think Kim is. I don't know about Barry. Which kind of backs up my theory, which I've had for since season one. I know that Kim's always presented as the most controlling one, but I think Barry is a behind-the-scenes puppet master for her. I think so too. I think she's been in this marriage for a long time and he's kind of, you know, persuaded her to think certain ways or whatnot. And now she's kind of breaking free of that a little bit. Yeah. I kind of think that he, they have this narrative where he saved her from her like kind of sinful, she was doing drugs and alcohol in college and like had grown up with an alcoholic mom and stuff. I feel like they have this idea that he like kind of brought her towards faith and that for that, she's always had to like, you know, serve him and be be the matriarch in a patriarchal house. Like when Micah, who moved to LA for a brief stint, I guess, um, was love the New York City ambiance. It's part of fresh perspective. (laughs) (laughs) We are New Yorkers and we are New York. Mm, Yeah, we're New York. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but when Micah moved to LA and he was like, yeah, weed's legal here. And I've experimented with weed. And I was like, okay, weird way to say that, but whatever. And but also I wouldn't expect a plath to say it any other way. No, literally, of course. It was the perfect way for him to say it. But he was like, yeah, I told my mom. And she was like, yeah, it's fine. My mom used to grow it. Yeah. And I was like, sinner, sinner, chicken whoa. dinner. Can we revisit this? <laughs> and I was like, whoa, that's a, it was Because even if Kim used to do it, I feel like a lot of parents that used to do weed are still like condemn their children for doing it. Yeah. Like what she, she, her midlife crisis is like off the charts. If all of this, if she, he was allowed to have soda two years ago and now he's smoking weed and she's like, yeah, walk on Micah. I know that's weird. I loved the videos that they put like side by side or, you know, back to back of Micah two, three years ago being like, I would never live in a big city. Like, I want to live outside of a small town. Like, I don't want to live in a small town. Yeah, yeah, he wanted to have his cows. In LA. Yeah, and then cuts to him in West Hollywood, like, doing bench presses. I I have a question about how you interpreted this, because my sister and I interpreted this scene very differently. They're asking Micah about his dating life. Mm -hmm. And they're Um, like, he's like, you know, there's lots of 
beautiful women here and there's some boys that look like girls <laughs> and they're like have you ever been on a date with the boy that looks like a girl and he was like I don't think so and they said would you ever go on a date or like would you care if you met someone got, were into them they were boy <laughs> but you really liked them and he was like eh, to be determined what did you think that meant because my sister thought it was they were trying to spotlight him as being like transphobic or something like trying to catch him being like ew no I wouldn't want that I thought it was him like really publicly saying that he was grappling with sexuality so <laughs> that's more not I took okay. it as the producers trying to like get that out of him or like yeah it seems like they know so something. Like, <clears throat> right I think that they were trying to like plant that seed kind of I don't I do think the way that they were asking the questions were a little transphobic. Well, the the way they were, and then they also kind of seemed like they were trying to trap him, where if he's like, no, if I went on a date with a girl and found out it was a boy dressed as a girl, but I still liked him, but then I found out that he was a boy, I wouldn't like him. Like, But also I feel like he had the opportunity to say, oh, no, I've only ever really been into girls, so I don't know if I would be interested in that. But he didn't. Yeah. He said that he, it said to be determined, which means, makes me think he's in the process of determining that. Yeah, I think so too. I, I viewed it a very similar way to you. Okay. And we love that for Micah. We do love that for Micah. West Hollywood has been good for him. Is he still in West Hollywood or does he like move to Tampa? Um, I don't know. Episode two, he's still in West Hollywood. Well, he's in Tampa. I don't know. Right. I kind of... As much as I want him to be part of the show, I do. It seems like he's doing really well out there. Yeah, I think so too. Like, I think that's better for him than living in Tampa. Yeah, his friends seem really sweet. Like, honestly, I feel like <laughs> if I were to have a 19 year old son living by himself, I would want him to live with those boys. <laughs> those boys really like, cracks me up. The one who was like, Yeah, I'm in acting school and I have my play exams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he was like shocked that Micah didn't know what like a play exam was. And I was like, Okay, to be fair, what are you talking about? Yeah, what is a play exam? Also, was it when they were describing what SNL is to him? Because he had never heard of SNL. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. my God. It was so sweet. They were talking about Harry Potter and SNL, and they were so shocked he hadn't seen either. And I feel like that's, like, wholesome. It is. Um. So the next big arc, I guess, is Mariah. Yeah. Was no longer with Max. And so... I pretty much, uh, the way that she was talking about it, I thought it was going to be this, like, huge, like, th- like he did something to her. Like, I was really worried there? that it was, I was worried it was going to be something oh, in that realm. Mm-hmm. It did and, seem like the greatest offense anyone could, like, I thought if he, if it wasn't, drug, I, I figured it might be cheating, but I thought if it was cheating, it was, either a string of girls that he'd been hooking up with as soon as she moved or like, I don't know. I don't know. It seemed really bad. It did. And I'm not saying it wasn't, but like, so what happened was he called her one day and was like, I messed up. I messed up. I'm so sorry. And then what he did was, which this story was so weird to me on so many levels. I was like, what is going on? Yeah. Let's break down the story. (laughs) How about, friend at work this guy at older work was a lot work older friend. they were celebrating his retirement 
And it was just like them two. And when he was telling the story, I was like, this is getting weird. But then he was like, <laughs> something weird. I mean, it stays weird. It's weird the whole time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> then this older man invites over what Max called his lady friend. And which implies that this woman is of a similar age to this man. Oh, see, I thought it was going to be similar age to Max. In, it's up in the air. It he is. didn't specify. There's no clarity there. I would hope that she's the same age as Max, but I was picturing this like weathered leather <laughs> skin smoker lady. I don't know why. <laughs> I. <laughs> Either way, whatever, she comes over to their little party, the, just the two of them, now three, mm-hmm. and he's like, I was wingmanning for this older man, and then it, it went a little too far and he started flirting, which I did not like how he phrased this, but this is what he said, caused her to believe that she could kiss him. I didn't like the way that that was phrase takes <clears throat> you know that's on youtube like whatever um just putting a lot of the blame on this woman i know I, I i didn't like that i was like don't do this don't do that yeah. um and then stopped it and was like no and that was that was the extent of that then when he told mariah um he was like i'm proud of myself that I didn't let it go any further. And And Mariah was like, why would you be proud of that? Yeah. Like, (laughs) don't do this. I thought it was pretty mature of Mariah to just say, no, sorry, we're done. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I feel like more, I think it depends on how experienced you are in relationships or whatever. I don't think kissing another person is like the most damning thing. Like I think if, that were to happen to me, it wouldn't necessarily be the end all be all, especially if it was in like a party situation. I don't know. I've never been cheated on or anything though, but I, I think it was more about how he's going out of his way to flirt with this guy. He's at like a three person event. He's flirting with this guy. And then he, he, <clears throat> I mean, he's flirting with this girl, but then he personally takes it a step forward. He places the blame on the woman and then pats himself on the back all of that to me feels, I think that just reveals his immaturity a little bit more sure. like that. I would just be like, I don't like the way you're talking about this woman. I don't like the way that you think you're so great because you didn't cheat more. And I don't like the way that you're minimizing how it went down because also she tried to kiss me and I pulled away. If that was really the issue, Max, I don't think Mariah would have broken up with him. Yeah, I kind of agree. It seemed like the biggest thing was the way he reacted to it and the way he handled the whole situation rather than what he did. Which I feel like is, you know, that that makes sense to me. Like, that tracks. But I also think we've yet to hear Mariah's side of the story. And I'm curious whether he told her something slightly different. Because he put himself in a very nice light when he told her. But to be fair, she kind of did too. Like, she was like, he's my soulmate. There's never going to be a better guy. I'll never be able to love someone else. So I kind of believe that what he said is really really close to what actually happened and what he actually said to her other than it seemed like that opened a lot of other issues within their relationship that they went into in this conversation 
because she was like, he was asking, telling me about what I wear again and all this. And that stuff. to me, I feel like that's um, a really good reason to hate someone break up because if, yeah. if him being upset that you're mad at him for um, cheating on you, mm-hmm. if that triggers him to start talking about how he doesn't like what you wear, he doesn't like how you present yourself, he is embarrassed to be around you or whatever, that to me would be like, that would close the door and put the nail in the coffin. Oh, yeah. That one was big. And it's like, you guys have already had this conversation and Mariah handled it really well. She was like, I'm not dressing for you. I'm not dressing for anyone other than myself. So you don't have any right to say what I can and can't wear. And he seemed at the time pretty receptive to that. I was like, I didn't look at it that way. Like, I understand now. It's disappointing. I was like, come on. Yeah, it's disappointing to see that he kind of put on a facade then when she was like I don't care and then it turns out he did care he'd just been faking it and letting this resentment build up which is really unfair to her to not give any warning and then be like I've always hated your clothes and I also it kind of made me sad when she was like maybe in a few years I'm gonna hate the way that I dressed at this age but I don't now and I was like you will probably (laughs) what was the shirt curvy girls (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember specifically what it was, but hmm. she might regret that one. She might. She might. Um, I also, when you were describing the story back, I, this his poor friend in this situation. It was the three of them, oh, yeah. and his friend is sitting there watching Max be like, I'm going to be a wingman. And then he goes over and kisses his lady friend. <laughs> I would love to know more about these two. Well, Micah asked to talk to the friend. I wonder if that'll happen. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Also, I do think it is strange that Mariah was like, go talk to him. And that's one of the things that I was like, maybe this is one of the more scripted parts of this show. Like, I just know if I was ever in a breakup like that where someone cheated on me, I certainly wouldn't tell my friends to go ask him for his side of the story that was her not wanting to air him out on TV. But like, I don't know why she couldn't have told Micah privately and then then presented as like protective older brother is going to go confront the ex-boyfriend because he found out what he did or something. Like, yeah, it was weird that it's also just weird to me how much the family is like stuck on Max being a part of their family. I, I just like have always been really anti bringing another person to the house and putting pressure on a young relationship. I just think that's like really inappropriate and unfair to Mariah for them all to be like, oh no, we miss Max. Like that's not fair to her. She's your daughter. Especially Lydia. I thought Lydia. Yeah, let's talk. This is how episode two closed, and this is the whole thing. Yeah, I just thought it was weird when like, so Mariah went and told the family that like, hey, like we're no longer together or whatever, and I don't want to talk about it. And I actually thought it was really sweet of Barry and especially Kim to be like, that's okay. You don't have to come here. You're beautiful. Like I thought yeah, it was Kim really, said it really, she was like, you're my shining purple jewel and I love you so much. And you're so talented and you, I, I'm always proud of you and stuff. And I was like, Kimberly. Gross. And so I thought that was really, really sweet. And then she went to talk to Lydia and Lydia was just kind of like, can I still talk to Max? Like, you know, like it was weird. Yeah. Yeah. No, Lydia, Lydia was also crying and I understand at an empathetic level, some people cry at other people's breakups, but I was also like, stop crying. 
like don't I, I, is it necessary to ask your sister who's going through the breakup if she can get tissues or whatever because Mariah was the one that got up and got tissues for them and that might have been Mariah's choice but I was like do you have to sit here sobbing and then be like I was texting him the other day what weird like yeah that's weird Lydia is this Olivia's like vindictive arc? Is she going down like some weird psychopath route? Was the beginning like a, a psycho moment when she's walking around singing to herself? Like what narrative is happening here with her? Cause that was really upsetting for her to want to still hang out with Max. Cause who does that benefit? Exactly. And especially because <laughs> one thing that I thought was weird throughout the, like both episodes was how little the family was talk had talked to each other. Like how little Micah had talked to Mariah and Mariah to her, to Lydia and like, any of it. I just thought it was kind of weird. And so, because Mariah and Lydia used to be like really close. Yeah, I know. And then it seems like they hadn't really seen, no one knew about the breakup, which part of that might've been Mariah holding herself up. But yeah, Micah comes back from LA and she's like, we haven't spoken in months. And he's like, I was only gone for two months, but it sounds like they hadn't kept in great, great touch. Doesn't sound like Lydia and her kept in great touch. I don't really know about Kim and Barry, but I can't imagine they're on FaceTime. <laughs> yeah. So it's weird. That could be a plath thing too. Like if you don't grow up, I mean, I don't know, maybe since it's the first time any of them have been separated, they just didn't have, know how to navigate long distance. Maybe. I don't know. It seemed weird to me. Um I also think that there's, I I said this a little bit earlier, I think Mariah and Lydia especially are playing to the cameras more. Mm -hmm. Like Mariah, this could also just be Mariah and I love her, but there were some moments where she would say like some like really deep line about breaking up, which to me felt a little bit like a line she got out of like a movie or something. Yeah. Like she would say something like, sometimes it feels like the pain will never end, but we all know it's going to be okay at the end or something. It's right. like, I know it sounds like she got it like right off of Tumblr. Like, yeah, like, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And it could be that she did. And she's, you know, going through that side of the internet that the rest of us went through before. But <laughs> like, what is happening? I know it was strange. There was also like her just being like, if I say it, it becomes true. Yeah, I think he's having her main character moment right now. Yeah, I think so, too. In, like, work. I'd probably do the same thing if I was on reality TV. But, yeah, I think she was, I think she's looking for those, like, sound bites. She's she's trying to get those, like, commercial break moments. I know. (laughs) Well, I think she's getting them, so that's what she wants. Yeah, she is. I also think, sorry, going back to her saying, if I say it becomes real, I think she wants to get back together with Max and she doesn't want to be the one to air him out so that he can't hold anything against her when they get back together. Oh, that may be a good point. I mean, she said she'll never love anyone else and he is her soulmate. Yeah, that's a pretty big... Yeah. And And it sucks because I'm rooting for Micah and Max and I made them a fan (laughs) cam and it was the only fan cam I've ever made, so... But, you know, by the way she reacted with Lydia wanting to hang out with Max, I doubt it'd be cool if Micah went and hung out with him again. Yeah, probably not. And I also thought it was weird when Micah asked multiple times, is it okay if I ask what happened? And the answer was no. And it's like, okay, quit asking. And also when he was like, well, I just want to know like better story, the whole story, because I don't want to be friends with someone that I don't agree with. Like I wouldn't agree with or whatever. 
And I was like, this is weird. He hurt your sister, period, point blank. You should not be friends with him. Like, yeah, th- this attachment that the family has to Max is weird. Why, why does like the fact that Mariah won't tell him should be enough that he should know he can't be friends with Max anymore? Yeah. Were they in touch? Do we know whether Mike and Max have been in touch? I don't think so. Okay. So why I was Lydia the beginning so of much? awkward little meeting? Was yeah. Like, I haven't talked to you in forever. Right. That was awkward. <laughs> it was so weird. Micah did show just like I was real. He's never been my favorite Plath, but I was really loving him during that episode. Just like how protect protective he was, he and was really something really sweet about how he's like. Like after talking to Max, it just makes me want to like go and protect all of my little sisters from going through something like this, but I know it's going to happen anyway. And I was like, oh one of my God. favorite things that he said in that moment was like, this has just made me realize that I have a lot of little sisters <laughs> period. And <it's> just like, <laughs> it's like, Oh, you didn't realize that you had six little sisters <laughs> before. Mind blowing. Oh Mike is God. going through a transformation. <laughs> <laughs> It just like really made me laugh when he's like, this just made me realize that I have a lot of little sisters. And you know what? That was a really insightful thing for him to say. (laughs) (laughs) And I bet Mercy and Amber and the one who shall not be named are all honored (laughs) that he finally realized he's their big brother. What is her name? Um, I don't know. And I'm not going to look it up because I don't want to know. Oh, Cassia. Cassia. Cassie? Cassie? Cassia? Cassia. Okay. Now I know. I, I it's Ethan has not stepped up as the oldest sibling very much. We have it, but did you see that when he was um when Micah and Mariah are having this like really emotional moment in the garage and, and Micah has his arms around her and he's like, It's okay, and she's crying, saying she can't talk about it. And Ethan's in the corner, like mm-hmm. and then she's like, Come here, Ethan, come hug us. And then they pan out to the three of them hugging, and Ethan's arm is like dead fish around Mariah. Like he's standing there with his arms flat yeah. at his side while she's hugging him. <laughs> There's a lot. Ethan is still a 13-year-old boy at heart. Yeah, the moments with him and Olivia, I was like, I don't know if this is, like, weird to say, but they kind of have a sibling relationship. I know. They kind of do. It was weird. Then just, like, he acts like a brother poking at a sister to annoy her. I know. Big time. I mean, also, brother poking at a sister to annoy her, when when he, like, undid something in Mariah's car as a prank and I was like okay but this isn't clear that it's a prank she's gonna get in her car while already feeling bad and then her car is not gonna start and she's gonna feel even worse (laughs) because she doesn't know that you did that (laughs) yeah that's good she's sitting there in that car having one of those like everything bad is happening to me nothing can go right for me one of moments and he's like hee hee it's not like he's standing alongside, like, holding the car part or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, that would have been incredible if he ran out from behind the house or something. <laughs> like, holding, like, the wrench and, like, the spark plug. Yeah, and yeah. And, <laughs> but no, he just sat inside, and then Olivia was like, we can't do that. Like, we can't. And he, and he was like, you can't betray me like this. Like, you can't tell her. And it was like, 
when were you going to go tell her that it was you? And then her he car let her broken. come cry inside. And he's like, ah. yeah, it, that was maybe a read the room situation. <laughs> and Ethan, he's never been the I'm <clears throat> all about a little prank. I'm all about it. But you, it can't be this where it, it doesn't look like you've done a prank. It has to, you have to do something pretty like. Yeah, I agree. Prepared. I love it. I'm a, I'm a huge fan, but yeah, it's, there has to be something funny about it. And the act of him going and having to like lift up her hood and fix everything that he broke. That's, that's not like a fun, that's not very funny. <laughs> the, the pen spring in the hand, however, that would have been a good prank. If he did that to Mariah. Oh, different story. <laughs> oh my God. I, when he lost that little spring, he was like a little puppy. Yeah, he's like, I just bought it yesterday. I was like, where where did you get a pen spring yesterday? I know. It's like, honestly, pretty impressive that you haven't already lost it. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Especially if he's going around throwing it in people's faces. Also, I can totally imagine him going to shake Mariah's hand and that being like a normal thing that he does. Like, Like, I could see her being like, oh, also, sorry, I'm thinking about their house. Nathan, Olivia's brother. My favorite new character. We're going to talk about him. And maybe this is, this is a fresh perspective, I think. Oh, I want Nathan and Mariah to get together. Whoa. (laughs) That is, I'm smoking hot. (laughs) Okay. What makes you say that? Let's hear it. I just think that that would be the drama that we're all waiting for. And I want to see what that does between Olivia and Ethan. Oh my God. Uh, also from a family so perspective, the families don't need to meet because they've already met. And That's so true. And it might be convenient. And the weird family dynamic that that would cause between like the four of them. I just think it, I, I'd like to see it. I love that idea so much. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Also, like, they're a great balance because Mariah doesn't do any work, but Nathan seems to be really handy and good yeah. on the house. He, see, he can cook and clean. That's the type of man Mariah needs. I think so, too. I bet he's never really listened to music, so, like, I bet he'd really appreciate her music. I do want to know more of his backstory because I still want to know a little bit more of Olivia's. Like, I need to know more about their family, which we know so little about. Yeah, I'm kind of curious why they don't... Um, tell us more maybe that's like a privacy thing that's just how he stands all the time i'm holding up a picture of nathan with his arms like six feet away from his hips like a sims character or something yeah sims character it's exactly what that is you know i think he's i think he's looking at mariah here and i think there's love in his eyes or something violent in his eyes well um yeah i would love to see him and mariah get together hoping for that this season I just think they could be really good for each other. Yeah, I, I do too. So do you have any predictions for where this season's going to go? Well, we're definitely going to get a lot more about Barry and Kim. Yeah, they're teasing a divorce storyline. I kind of think they they're playing it up. I think so too. I don't think they'll get a divorce, but I do think it'll like culminate in some like pretty heated arguments perhaps, which I would love to see them go head to head because I feel like we rarely see them together even. You know, like yeah, and that kind of um, does seem like how they exist, except for that one time we saw them make out and see the one in that gazebo. Oh yeah, no. Awful. And maybe that was like so upsetting to the audience that that's why we never <laughs> together. 
<laughs> it was awful. I did not like it. <laughs> but now I just think Kim is like really like it's I don't want to say she's dramatic, but like the writings that she's doing, the journals, whatever, that stuff is is like dramatic inherently kind of. There's a lack of care. Like I don't feel loved by him. I don't feel like we've had any intimacy. Um, which was a lot. And I was like, okay. They did show a picture of Barry when he was younger, and Barry looked a lot better. Well, I mean, that doesn't surprise me. But he kind of looked good. They have beautiful children. Someone had to be bringing the sexy jeans. Kim was also a really beautiful (laughs) young woman, though. They were both hot shots. Um, Barry terrifies me now, though. Every time he comes on the screen, I get chills down my back. Got a bad feeling about this. He freaks me out. Just yeah. pure, like I can't. Me too. I I think one day, one day we're gonna get validated, and he's gonna be evil or something. Something's gonna happen. Um, but it did make me sad that Kim feels neglected in their relationship. Yeah, I didn't want that for her, especially since it seems like she's grown a little bit. Maybe deceptively so, but no. Yeah, I think she I, hasn't. She's like, mm-hmm. I believe, like, she was very adamant about wanting to live in a patriarchal household because that's what the Bible says. And she's like, I've let him take the lead on everything, but he's also supposed to take care of me and he doesn't. And I was like, oh, that's really sad. It is really sad. But I'm happy that she doesn't see that as like, okay, you know, like. Yeah, that's really true. That she sees that those two things have to both happen for it to actually be following what is said in the Bible, you know, whatever that means to everyone. But I'm glad that she's like, okay, yeah, you're taking care of the family and taking care of that stuff. You're not taking care of me, so it doesn't matter. So, you know. Right, right. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think it's good that she can see that. And I'm here for a redemption moment for Kim. And I think we get that. I, do you think we're gonna they're gonna play off another confrontation between the older kids and Kim and Barry, or do you think that's over? <laughs> I don't know. I think with them being gone, I think it might be kind of over. Especially because they did have the moment where she was like, or where Olivia was like, "I'm not mad. I don't want anything between us. Uh, like, can we leave here on good terms?" So I hope that. I hope there's no more. It does seem like there might be another moment of strife between Olivia and Ethan, but not as bad as last season. Yeah, I can kind of see that building. It seems like they're teetering in dangerous waters right now because he's not working and he's at home and they're all they're together all the time, which is new mm-hmm. for them. And he's not helping out around the house. <laughs> yeah, no, he's not. So I think I I agree. I think that could be the forefront of this season is more Olivia and Ethan strife, which I don't, I, I love them together. I don't want to see them fighting. I know. I hated seeing them fighting. It was awful. I also hated them seeing playing, like seeing them play like siblings though. So, so I need something. Yeah. Maybe there's like a happy medium. Well, I liked it in the first season when it was just them like experiencing things together for like the first time, you know? Yeah. Maybe now nothing's novel for them. Although I wish we could have seen them acclimate to Tampa because I feel like we would have gotten... The moment of them roller skating together was cute. That was kind of similar to season one, Ethan and Olivia. Yeah, it was. Except for when he got, like, mad at her. 
And she was like, always my fault, kind of joking. He was like, no, it's not always your fault. It just is right now. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I want. <laughs> I want to eat them. I think that's it. I don't yeah, know I think any- that's it too. Tune in. We're about to hit a major storm of reality shows coming out. Kardashian show still happening. Repulse Drag Race All Stars. Uh, Bachelorette starts the first week of June. Bachelor in Paradise starts in July. Love Island starts in June. And then Love Island USA is happening. So we won't be keeping up with that. But stay tuned. There might be updates on them all. Yeah, it could be periodic updates throughout the summer. um, Wherever Tillman may be. Yeah, stay tuned for that too. You never know where I may be coming at you. <laughs> yeah, you can do updates from just like tuning in. Send a little sound bite to me. Our Patreon will have uh, my location. Yeah, travel vlogs. <laughs> Our location. Your fine friends is on. Yeah. Patreon. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye. Bye.